Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Triathlonology, a podcast by Team Animus. I'm Jennifer Saxon. And I'm Oliver Saxon and we are a mum and son coaching duo from Yorkshire in England and we are in this course this podcast to give in our advice and our straight talking Yorkshire style. So what are we going to talk about today Oliver? What are we going to talk about given that it's the clocks have gone back here and it's all nasty and dark and rainy outside. Yeah, are triathlon holidays stroke triathlon treats stroke triathlon camps and what we've done in the past good and bad and what we we do with our athletes when we take them on our triathlon retreats so we've been on several training camps training holidays and over the course of what 10 years doing triathlon various different people t- taking them and leading them various different styles Two things that I think is really kind of key to me when we think about these is that it is a holiday. You've taken a week off from work, quite often a week off from your family, and you are going to a nice place to with lots of sunshine, with lots of sunshine and a nice temperature. It's a holiday. But the temptation is really quite strong to, quote-unquote, train like a professional. And I think... Is in a lot of cases encouraged by the people who run. I don't I hate the use of the word camps, but they are camps. Mm. Come on, come on, a, um, a training camp with us and train like a pro. Well, you're not a pro. You're you're a, a normal person living usually a highly stressful life back in the UK or elsewhere in Europe. And for seven days, you, you've like Oliver says, you've left your family. You're going to a sunny climate to train, to get some running, some swimming, and some biking in. Now, I honestly said the temptation is to do like the Brownleys or, or reporter to do 37 to 40 hours a week. So if you are doing, let's say... Well, that's a job. Yeah, that that is a job. I honestly said it's a job. So if you have to do that when you go on your holiday... How do you think you're going to feel? Yeah, and bearing in mind that probably most people will do anywhere between, let's say, 8 and 14 hours a week, generally training. So if you go and do 35 to 40 hours in a full in a week, a full-time job, then you have doubled, trebled, quadrupled it in some cases, the amount of training load that you would ordinarily put through your body. Now that is going to have... Significant, and yeah, it's not only is it going to make you tired by the end of the week, so that you will enjoy it less than you did when you started, but you will inevitably run your body down, so you will pick up illnesses when you get home because your immune system will be wiped around to cope with the additional load that you put on it. You are more likely to have an injury when you go back because your body is super stressed from doing four times well, a month's training in a week. Yeah, exactly. That's right, Oliver. A month's training in a week. When you put it into perspective like that, a month's training in a week, um, it's mad. You know, that would going to lead to some problems. Um, and of course, it's completely atypical of what your life is normally like because if you have a job that is 35 to 40 hours a week and you have a partner and a family... That's probably another 30 to 40 hours a week. Where you in this, I mean, you can only fit in what you've got. Your cup is only so big. 
once you get to the rim of the cup and you start pouring more water and it overflows, something goes wrong somewhere. Either you'll be injured, you'll have a falling out with your family, you'll have problems at work. Something will give because you can only get you can only put so much into it. So you might have this fantastic week where you quote unquote live like a pro, train like a pro. Well, you would certainly will live like a pro because most people will have several beers at night when they go out and they won't necessarily look after themselves. Several beers when they're riding the bike. Well, yeah, which is not training like a pro because pro athletes don't that. They might give themselves a glass of wine at night time, but it's not the same as having several pints. Of course, because alcohol inhibits recovery. So you'll have done this 35, 40 hour week and suddenly had a great time. But then the, your ability to follow up on that will be most probably compromised because of one of several things that could go wrong, as I say, illness, injury, conflict with something else in your schedule. And then you'll quickly lose the gains that you made, if any, when you were there. It's just not a realistic or a sustainable approach, in my opinion, I to do that. We have done it. Hmm? When we first started out in traveling, we didn't know any better. And we went on such a camp. And I can say 100% when I came back, I thought I'd had a great time and I'd done all this and I felt really, really fit. Within four days, I had a massive chest infection. And I could have trained for two or three weeks. I was on really, really strong antibiotics. I felt dreadful. Um, I couldn't run my business properly because I wasn't fit enough to run my business because I was ill. So what was the point? What was the point of doing that? Nothing. I spent all that money going abroad to the sun, doing all this training, paying for everything, and what gains had I got? Not to, it set me back. It, I bet it set me back two, three months, and that's not a joke. It's not a joke. When, you, when you're really wanting to achieve something in triathlon, for example, then it is all about how you cope. There'll always be exceptions to the rule where people will get more out of it by training for 35 hours a week and then don't get injured or ill. It's probably very there, But yeah, there's always a cost to be paid. But at some point, there's you know, Newton's third law, which I regularly tell athletes, is every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And it's just the same with that. If you're doing 35, 40 hours worth of training, then you're going to have an equal and opposite reaction at another point to doing that because your body can't necessarily absorb it all or nothing will go anyway. So we decided there got to be a better way. And when we do, so what, you know, other people will do is, and some might say sensibly, some might say this is not enough, but work out what your training is at home during the week and maybe add 10% to it and just stretch you by that little bit. Because just because you're not at work doesn't mean that you've suddenly developed the ability to overload your body. If you were, when you're coaching somebody, we work on elements of progression. And whichever course that you do, whether it's the BTF course, Ironman U, Training Peaks, whatever it might be, they always say we shouldn't really progress somebody's training load a week by more than 10%. And that'll either be either increasing time or distance or reducing rest period. That's about right to make sure that everybody progresses and is able to absorb the training, don't get ill and injured and what have you. So what property about the sun and the temperature mean that instead of absorbing an extra 10% of training a week, 
you absorb between 250 and 300 and 400% a week extra. Your body cannot do it. it might sound greedy and yeah. you can brag to your mates and everything, but it doesn't look good when they're laid up in bed. There's always a price to pay at some point along the line. It might not be immediately, but it'll, it does come back because it just, as I say, 10%, 15% is the absolute most you could, yeah, you could hope to absorb successfully. 400%, a lot of it is just going to be junk because your body's not going to get any benefit from it whatsoever. Whereas you'd be better off doing maybe a couple of sessions a day like you would do at home, perhaps, or a session a day like you would do at home with maybe a bit extra, and then having a rest and enjoying the fact that you're in the sun and you've got a week off from work and you can recover more because... because I think you'll, you'll, the more you read about triathlon as well, the, the, the athletes that have gone that were really, really good age groupers and have turned pro. And people will ask them, what, what's changed for you? We'll say, can you do more training? And they'll say, no, I've done more resting. Yeah. Recovery is the thing that will make you a better athlete. Your body needs to absorb the um, the load that you're giving it. And so, you, like, your muscles can grow, your cardiovascular system can can get better. Every you need to let your body rest and recuperate, and then go again. Yeah, and that will over in the longer term give you greater fitness goals, much better results. Much better results. And so, rather than having one great week in six months, perhaps. So, when we decided to set our training retreats up during the training holidays. Retreats, stroke holidays, because they're not camps. Was for me, I always think a camp's like Lincoln. Boot uh, camp, military boot camp. Military yeah. camp, and that's not what it should be. So we thought, well, it is a holiday, but you also retreat. You are being taking yourself away from your normal nine-to-five life. Mm. Well, we try and find, well, we have found a place where we can, where people can come and, be, you know, you can go in the jacuzzi and the sauna and the steam room and have a bit of a, a spa if you want as well as the ability to play golf or go to the beach or you know Cliff Richard's, Cliff Richard's wine vineyard tour there are things there so it is a holiday and you can get away from it all switch your phone off from work do some training and also have some quality recovery time and you can bring your family yeah, so you can bring your family because there's lots of families to do so you could go off and do your training first thing in the morning with this and then Later on in the afternoon, you can spend time with your family and go out with your family in an evening. Which that segues into us being able to talk about what we've got coming up in 2023. That sounds... I know, I just I nearly said 2022, but no, it's 2023. That sounds accurate, but so that makes me dead old. Well, there's people playing in this World Cup who weren't born when I left school. Wow. Anyway, let's just carry on. Yeah, no, that makes me feel old. Um, and uh, there's now only one person who's older than me in Sheffield wins the team, whereas last year there weren't anybody, which made me feel really old. <laughs> I'd be at a one-year rolling contract now if I were a footballer. Yeah. That's a different stage of life. Um, anyway, talking about triathlon um, holidays and retreats that we run. So we operate on a what, what we think is a sustainable, what I think is a sustainable basis. We match what... You more or less do at home, um, but add maybe ten to fifty percent onto that in terms of volume, so that you get and you can stretch yourself a little bit, but not too far. Plus, it's about 
the coaching, you're being watched, you're being things are being adjusted to you. You're being coached. Mm. So the first thing we have coming up in 2023 is our swimming retreat, uh, which is an in, oh, it's intensive. It's not really intensive. It's a purely swimming for triathlon weekend where we will do a swim in the morning, a swim in the evening, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Villa Mora in the Algarve in Portugal. And over the course of those six hours, we will be able to make you a better swimmer and a fitter swimmer and give you something crucial that you can then take home and implement in your own training yep. outside of that. We also will be able to have a learn to swim um, from Crawford Triathlon group as well that weekend. And that, this is something that we've been, well, we're quite proud of that we've been able to almost pioneers the wrong word but we forged ahead with it particularly in our area and we must have taught getting on for well over 100 people now a lot, lot more than that Oliver. probably between two or three hundred hours yeah. yeah because we've been doing it for six seven years okay well a lot for COVID, but yeah. we've taught a lot of people how to swim front crawl for triathlon which is different to swimming we make no bones about that, make no apologies that we don't teach people to swim. We teach people front crawl for triathlon. You'll be able to see from our social media and our swimming podcast that we talked about earlier in an earlier episode about how we do that and why we do that. But we are just about to finish our September intakes course where they've had eight weeks. So that's what, eight one hour lessons? I will be on Thursday. And they are now all swimming. 50 meter reps for 40 minutes. Yep. And they were all swimming front crawl by week three. Three. Yeah. And the, most, some of them, you know, couldn't put their head under the water when we started on week one. So we have really kind of, you know, bragging a little bit and blowing our own trumpet, but we've got that nailed down now and how we can help people to be learn to swim front crawl for triathlon. And so we'll have a group for those people as well in Portugal where rather than do it over six one-hour sessions once a week, we'll do it over six sessions in a weekend, and you will go home being able to swim. Being confident. At least 25 metres of frog crawl by the time we get to Sunday evening and the last session. Yeah. And we've deliberately, in terms of our itinerary, we have a swim in, in the, earlier on in the morning, We'll have a coffee and a cake and a catch up with everybody and a talk about why we're doing what we're doing and, and feedback from the session and, and work out what, if anything, they want to work on yeah. in the next time or during the course of that. About now, we'll do that about midday with a coffee and a pastel donata. And then we'll probably have another swim about four or five o'clock again for an hour and then tea. Tea for you or not from Yorkshire means dinner. Yeah. What we call it tea. Yeah. Because that's proper. But not supper. Not supper. It's tea. But the point of that long weekend while you're away is that we will already occupy three hours of your time. So you have a long weekend away, let's say it's the days nine hours long. You've got six hours in that to do what you want with. Now you could go to the beach, it'd be sunny, Kateria Beach, Villamora, uh, Villamora Beach is beautiful. You could have a little mountain bike ride around to, oh, what's it called? Oh, those rocks. Yeah, there's a really nice rock formation yeah. you know, on the beach there. You could have a little ride there, that's not far. You could have a boat to the marina. From the marina, yeah. You could go and visit Cliff Richard's 
Vineyard. Vineyard that was sponsored by Cliff Richard's Vineyard. No, all. Um, but it's just something that we've not managed to be able to do. Uh, but there are, you can, you know, send, you know, hire a bike, go for a little two tour rounds, go for a run, whatever you want to do within your time. Go and play golf. Because um, Lord knows there's enough golf courses in that part of the Algarve. And then you will be a better swimmer by the time we finish that. Whether you're either a novice learn to swimmer or whether you're a good swimmer, we will help you become a better swimmer by the end of that weekend. We will and, be using, for the, the more, well, I don't want to say better swimmers, but the more confident swimmers, we will be using our Ibicus system. Who we are coach partners with. Yep. Um, so we'll be able to give you real-time feedback on on your stroke or style or whatever you want to call it, but it will make you a better swimmer. And then that leads us to the middle of April. Oh, well, it's the Easter holidays, actually, isn't it? Yeah. About the Easter holidays, when we'll be doing our triathlon holiday stroke retreat again in Villamora in Portugal, where we, again, probably do one, two sessions a day worth of training. Some days it's one if it's a long, if it's it's a, long ride. So it's a hard run or whatever. Yeah, it's a... You know, we have an itinerary set out where you will maybe do uh, runs from Monday to Saturday and you do, let's say, an hour a day. So it's that 10 to 12 hours, if that. But again, if you don't do that at home, then you won't be doing that here. If you only do five or six hours, then you'll be doing you know seven or eight at most. Yeah. We adapt the sessions for the athletes that we've got in front of you. Well, we have a plan of what we want to do. It's not one size fits all. If somebody isn't as confident or isn't as uh, able, then we'll adjust it for them. And quite often we'll have, you know, three or four sessions going on at the same time because, you know, that's coaching. Yeah. So that'll take place. We begin in the 10th and we begin in the 17th of April in Villamora in Portugal. And again, everyone's Monday to Saturday and you will get plenty out of it. There'll be a lot of, well, it's all one-to-one coaching. We don't join in the sessions. We do our training and our work. In between that, we'll have a session. We'll have another chat and a coffee, and explain why we do what we do, and ask, take questions, and get to know our athletes, and have a team meal. And we really try and make it a holiday. So, because if we can go and coach and do our training and run our businesses while we're there, you can go do your training and do, have a holiday. Absolutely. So that is something that we're looking forward to doing again this year yeah Portugal really is very nice it's a little bit well the Algarve in particular is beautiful Villa Mora is relatively flat if you're a novice and if you want something a bit more challenging the other side of the main road is some hills where the Walter Algarve goes every year there's plenty of challenging bike rides you can go on if you want to and you're at that level otherwise if you just we quite like doing a loop that we have in Villa Mora and doing that for that's good enough for us we don't go sea swimming all our swims take place in the swimming pool because we like to be able to see what you're doing and coach you and the temperature is exactly the same every day and so you, no one's going to get hypothermia from swimming in the sea that's not to say if you don't want to bring your wetsuit and have a go in the sea on your own accord of course you can do that um, but all our swimming sessions take place in the swimming pool in probably the nicest pool other than crawl um, that we've ever swam in yeah yeah Blind Coast London's Olympic pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have, and we're not hugely expensive if people want to talk about money. Mm-hmm. Well, you can find all the details about our, our retreats on the website and on our social media. And also, if our people 
like swimming with us now, what, what the progress that they made. I mean, one lady said to us last week, she'd made more progress in seven weeks than she had done in the last three years. Another person described it as the best hour of the week. Yeah. Which is flattering and a privilege, really, that we're able to affect that much change on somebody. Yeah. But triathlon is really transformative. It's how you deliver it and how it fits into somebody's life that makes it transformative rather than prohibitive and pushing people down. So if you want to get in touch with us about triathlon holidays, camps, if you want to know more about our opinion on them or what we do and how we do it differently, then by all means, drop us a line on our website email social media at team animus i think there'll be a link to the show notes there will be and we'll be happy to um, help and guide you away until next time i'll sit there